0: Hello, hello, welcome to American Girl, a podcast that's more of a love letter to our beautiful country by taking a look at how serious the influence of culture and politics joined today with Ariana. Sarah is sick, so we're thinking of her and hoping for a speedy recovery. As usual, Anosh, my sound engineer, hello. Hello, Zalma. <laughs> Thank you? you for being here. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a husk of a man today. <laughs> yes, we are all husks of who we're we are. We are all struggling, right? We now. are struggling. We were up till three AM as me and Ariana stayed up to watch beyonce's homecoming that debuted at midnight west coast time which we were lucky because everyone else had 3 a.m 2 a.m like that's a mess (laughs) i don't know how they're doing it if you guys are surviving today how well um but we're gonna get into that i just wanted to get over like honestly though living on the west coast is like wild Because I woke up to three alerts this morning that were, like, shocking. The first one was, like, the ex-president Peru shot himself before the police got to him. I saw
1: that when I got home from your house last night, and Uh, I was like, I can't take this on. I I need to go to bed. I don't even know what's (laughs)
0: happening. And then this morning, there was, like, a teenager who sold pay, 18 years old. She was found dead. I didn't know there was a manhunt for her, but she was, like, a sympathizer for Columbine. Which is wild because it is a twenty year I just realized it's a twenty year anniversary this year, mm-hmm. and I guess like Denver or Colorado is like on a high alert, but they're like the threat is over. they found her they don't that's like the most details they don't she see. was like obsessed with
1: the two kids who did the shooting, basically, I, which is really weird because on Tumblr there's this like weird i guess I was gonna call it a subreddit, but I guess like a <laughs> subculture of people who like romanticize the shooters. That happened Um, after
0: the Boston Marathon one. Yeah,
1: and so I think she was one of those. I'm not saying she was on Tumblr, but it's like the same idea.
0: And You know what? It's wild to me. Like, okay, so if you know me, I'm like a true crime fan. And it's weird to say that, too, because it's like, I'm not celebrating murder. I'm celebrating the lives of the victims. But at the same time, it's weird, like, how people... Like even like the fascination with Charles Manson, and it's like, do you guys know what he actually stood for? I don't understand what like the, like the way he's de- he was depicted in the news as like America's crazy kooky uncle, and it's like, no, he wanted a race riot between Black America and White America. The craziest
1: thing was when I went to go visit my client um in prison, and Charles Manson was literally sitting like across the cafeteria he was obviously like surrounded by security he's like one of their highest security prisoners but he's in like the protective unit and so is my client but for completely opposite reasons. My client's in the protective unit because he's, like, doing really well in prison and, like, applied to be in it. And, like, they get better jobs and better pay and better opportunities and get to, like, go to college and stuff. But on the other hand, they put you in there if, like, they think the inmates will murder you in general population. So that's why Charles Mansworth was there. And it was so funny because my client was like, I'm really sorry. (laughs) I tried to, like, find a different room, but then he, like, came in there and I know he's really creepy and he freaks (laughs) everyone out, but he, like, definitely has a swastika tattooed on his forehead. So Yeah,
0: well, he's gone and i'm not gonna say rest in peace because he he can burn where he is no sympathy sorry oh and the other news that came out this morning was like 10 at 10:46 our time um which is kind of like this is good news um I guess. But the prosecution against the Patriots owner, Robert Kraft, announced that they would be releasing the video of him. Um, I don't, I don't want that. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't want it either. Keep it. <laughs> keep it. Keep it. I, I don't know if it's him soliciting or if him in the act of... It's in the act of. Okay, that's unnecessary. I don't need to see So them. it's
1: very... Enter- it's actually an interesting intersection of law and privacy. Yes. Um, just because... So. I think I've told you this before when you guys all make fun of me for about being from Florida. So <laughs> yes, Florida. the reason why fun. you hear more about the crazy shit that happens in Florida is because Florida has this thing called the Sunshine Act. It's called the Government and the Sunshine Act. And basically it's like anything, almost everything is public record. So autopsies are public record. Arrest records are public record. Police reports yeah. are automatically public record. So like you could just. Even your grades. You're, no. Okay. Like, no. 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 Um, but yeah, like it's we're a lot. We I don't live there anymore, but um, they are a lot more open with the on, the goings on of their government. It's yeah. all about like government and the sunshine. So that all sounds really positive when you get to look at like how they're spending your money and like what's going on in meetings and blah 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 blah. On the other hand, you get to see all the crazy shit that happens, like when people get arrested at yeah. four o'clock in the morning because it's government and sunshine. So the whole argument was that you know his that tape and everything else is is going to be if not now if it already isn't already it will be public record yeah the entire police investigation will be public record and his like him getting his dick rubbed is gonna be Yay.
0: on the internet for everyone to enjoy <laughs> not that any
1: of us needed that but um
0: so it's not just the fact like oh this is the patriots owner who's who got caught up. Like it's the fact that he is a known homie of our president. That's also a big deal. Well the
1: owner of the place that he got his little rub and tug was at Mar-a Lago. Yeah, pictures of her.
0: And it's just like, I mean, if we just go off of face value, I honestly want someone who's still a staunch Trump supporter to explain to me why is a spa owner at these major Republican events. Please explain to me. Maybe (laughs) she
1: was just there to support. I mean, it costs, like, thousands of dollars to go to those events, but...
0: Exactly. I don't know her life.
1: She could be making good money. Um,
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe. (laughs) Um, Well, this was, like, a a wild week. The Notre Dame burned down. Um, It didn't burn down. Not burned down, but, like, part of it, and... Of course, uh, the running joke right now is in America is that everyone who's studied abroad or gone abroad has been posting. You like, see me
1: like that, too. <laughs> yes.
0: Listen, I'm guilty of it. I loved going to the Notre Dame, it was beautiful.
1: Um, I would like to say that I also went and did not post a picture. I just, I'm very proud you. of myself.
0: <laughs> um, but it's nothing like how they depicted in The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Thank you, Disney. Um, yeah, they made
1: it way dirtier in the movie. It's actually like very beautiful and clean. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but I wanted to point out at the same time, the Dome of Rock also was burning. I saw that. And a lot of people on Twitter and stuff were complaining about like how come it didn't get. Um, the same coverage as Notre Dame.
1: We all know the answer to that question.
0: Yes, and if anyone needs me to spell it out, Mm -hmm. it's because the colonizers own the news media. That is why, guys. I wasn't going
1: to phrase it like that. But (laughs) But that's the truth of it.
0: Let's be honest. It's the colonizers that run the news and France of course is one of those beautiful countries that decided to implement their lives on everyone else. Just like ours. Uh, And um, I think it's wild that I think, of course, like, I, it's amazing that the French, the French, like, elite and the rich, including Salma Hayek's husband, um, are, like, donating $100 million or whatever to restore it. That's beautiful. But...
1: The Notre Dame? Or, yeah, uh, to,
0: to restore what was lost. But I think we're missing the point that, like, these are places of worship. Like, no one knows right now what the, was a cause of Notre Dame. And... I, of course, of course, here in America, Glenn Beck decided to put his little dick in it. And he said that, um, listen, if it was Islamist, you'd never find out. And I just want to point out the French government has no reason to protect Islamists by not releasing information if it was a terrorist attack or not. And even if it is or not, like, why are you instigating Glenn Beck even more? Like, Angry rhetoric and sentiment between, of course, the people that listen to you, you know, and we know the majority of Glenn Beck's supporters are Trump supporters, and it's the same people that help fuel that same angry rhetoric that caused Christchurch masjid massacre. And we've also forgotten that there were three Louisiana black churches that were burned down. I was just
1: four. Four, I was just about to bring four now. Up. OK, wow. And they caught. The, well, his dad turned him in, but they caught the dude who did it.
0: But it's just wild. It's wild. That in 2019, we have black churches still being burnt in just, the South. Like, what is happening?
1: I read that um, the American government pledged to help. um restore notre dame which i am all thankful for but also i'm just like staring at them in flint michigan and also in puerto rico yes
0: puerto rico flint what's i'm so sorry what
1: like (laughs) we should totally help but also we should help ourselves exactly
0: and listen i love france they were our allies. You know, I'm very, what do you call, thankful for what they did for our country during World War II against fighting the Nazis. I just want to point that out. (laughs) But it just, it's wild to me what our president and our administration thinks um, is suitable for sending, you know, our taxpayers money. But okay. Uh, (laughs) uh, Tomorrow... The Mahler report will be released. Uh,
1: are we going to do a special episode? Or are we going to wait until next week?
0: No, no. I was going to do a special episode, like probably recorded my car again because this is, I was like, wow. Well, oh, how was, much
1: did you enjoy re- our car recording? It, it was
0: fun. <laughs> it was kind of like, it felt like NPR. Like, I'm out here in the, in the wild. <laughs> right at daybreak, or what do you call school break, when everyone's coming home and screaming off the top
1: of their heads, like, guys. And please. we parked in a park, which is <laughs> <was laughs> stupid, but whatever. Anyway. Um,
0: Um, but no, the Mueller report, um, it, which was subpoenaed is now going to be released or what is the word for the, basically Congress is like, all right, show us what's happening.
1: Yeah. It's just going to be released to the public, but it's going, uh, I I don't know why people are super hype about it getting released because it's going to be heavily redacted. Wait, still? I thought was Yeah. I mean, as much as Congress wants to request that it be minimally redacted, which I think that was what they asked, you... Like you could really make up any reason that is national security and have it still be redacted. So I'm just I am I've become a really big cynic in the last two years and I just don't it's it's not happening.
0: You know, I I'm I'm yeah, you've become a cynic and I've been like this blind Hopeless trying to be optimistic like okay tomorrow's the day
1: that we <laughs> No, I've just accepted the fact that Donald Trump's gonna be emperor of the world no, forever. That's where I am right now. Don't so that. like if you think the worst then you'll you're never disappointed. Exactly. So,
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, so there will be a special either an addendum or a special episode in regards to the Mueller report because um, I'm hoping it's gonna be wild tomorrow. Um, but we'll wake up to find that out. Well, it should be Coast. totally wrong,
1: and it'd be absolutely wild. Yeah. I will apologize if, <laughs> if it is, but I don't think it will be.
0: No, so. <laughs> I kind of hope now, not that I want you to apologize that it is, <laughs> um, but... Yes, so Sunday, you're so lucky because guess what? There's no episode of the Kardashians this week, so I'm not going to torture you. <laughs> God,
1: everyone who's on my side about this.
0: <laughs> but the most important thing that's happened is it was the premiere of season eight of Game of Thrones. Um, I'm, so excited. I'm so excited. Literally two years waiting for this to happen. I'm ready, but I'm not ready because it also means the end is here. Uh, what do you think of this week's episode of the premiere?
1: I was so excited about it that I watched it twice yes. because the first time I was just so excited that I like wasn't it, it wasn't that I wasn't paying attention. I was obviously paying attention, but I was just like I needed to rewatch it to yeah. get like a full viewing of it. I thought it was great. A lot of the Internet is upset saying that it was like kind of slow, but yeah. I feel like they haven't been on for two years. They really did need to like reestablish the world i thought it was so good yeah, like, so i excited. forgot
0: that sam was back at winter winterfell I oh yeah like, that's right you texted me that you were
1: like wait when did he show up?
0: yeah like it was like wait what oh yeah he's there and then like it also was like a realization that Arya and john hadn't met even though she had met with with Sansa. everyone else yeah, yeah. so that was like that was the reunion that was like oh my god you know wait I had a, a joke on it now I forgot it but like um, it's almost so funny guys <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry I was like so sleepy yeah. but um, the fact that all of social media was like stop doing spoilers I'm like you know the risk you know
1: the risk yeah, also if you're listening to this podcast um, this is your spoiler warning Yeah. and I don't care but, but... you should
0: have assumed that we we're going to spoil it because I've literally spoiled everything so far
1: <laughs> no we I mean we haven't revealed this is your spoiler alert yeah. we haven't said anything Yeah. but also So I feel like you shouldn't be listening to a podcast that says we're going to talk about Game of Thrones and then be upset that we told you what happened on Game of Thrones. Whatever
0: the the thing that's so annoying is all the people that are like, am I the one percent that hasn't watched the game? Shut up! No one likes you. Yeah, (laughs) shut up! Like honestly, we don't care. We
1: don't care. Like
0: listen, we watched it. It was. It's been ten years. This is the last year. Give us this, okay? Just let us. Like literally by June, it's going to be done. It's going to be over. We'll be crying. So please,
1: let us have this. No, I mean, I don't know why. Not watching Game of Thrones is not a personality. Yeah, stop. (laughs) Just, like, liking Quentin Tarantino films is also not a personality.
0: Or eating pizza with ranch, so... Not a personality. It's <laughs> yeah. not.
1: Like, it's it's a quirk, but it's not a personality, so just give yeah. it a rest.
0: Give it a rest. Okay, so getting into the spoilers. Let's start off with the be- opening was... What was the opening? I forgot.
1: I watched it three times, too, and I was, like, obsessed. Okay, so the beginning um, was they all walk in, and basically it was a mirror scene mm-hmm. of... Episode one, season one, the yeah. first scene of when they all basically the Queen, Cersei, when she was like had her long blonde hair and she was like the queen. Yeah. They walk in. It's basically the same idea of what happened the first time. Um, except this time it's John and Danny, which I Loved yes. very much. I'm a big stand yes. of their relationship. Even though oh, I think no, they're both me. sorry, yes. <laughs> I think they're both gonna die. But <laughs> that's aside from the fact. And, and then I thought it was really cute that the imagery of Arya, like when she in episodes one, season one, she was like running around trying to get a good look. And yes. so then in this episode, there was another little kid trying to run around and get a yeah. good look, and she like slides over so he can like run in yeah. front of her. And I thought that was really cute. It was really great callback.
0: Yeah, I I think the first episode was like okay for the fans. You've w- waited. Let's remind you how this all started. Yes, I just wanted to point out that imagery of uh, Danny coming in with Jon Snow and all the Northerners looking at them suspiciously. We have to point out it is a an Amer. I don't know. Is this show mostly an American show or is it no? It's okay. like really
1: it's really big. So it's European uh, yeah. basically,
0: European and American. That imagery. Because we forget that England also...
1: Has their own race issues. Yeah,
0: with Brexit. So that imagery of them looking at primarily a brown army coming in (laughs) to protect them and all of these northerners... That standing have there the giving same, the
1: dirtiest looks.
0: They have the same aesthetics. We're just looking at them suspiciously. I'm like, wow, I see what you did there. Yeah, I, I thought see, that was really good too. And the way they were looking at
1: Masande um, and the, Grey Worm, yes. I was like, and then when they looked at each other, I was like, every black person in the world knows that look. Where you're just like,
0: <sighs> we're here yeah, to, do we're our to do our jobs,
1: guys. So just act and accordingly.
0: You're welcome when you get to be back there. <laughs> what do you call farming your carrots
1: all over again? Exactly. Okay, so then the next thing... I'm not going to, like, go through the whole no, episode. No, no, we'll, we'll just go
0: with the major points. Yeah,
1: so then basically it's all people just walking around Winterfell meeting each other again.
0: Again. And a lot of shade between Sansa and Danny Listen, I'm a huge Sansa fan. I was in my family... I'm not, so. <laughs> The a f- formerly superficial teenage sister who was just like, oh, I want to be queen and not, like, realizing, wow... You want to be queen, all right? Yeah. (laughs) Wow, what a life Sansa's lived so far. But I'm a fan of hers. Wait, pause. Who do you want to be on the throne? Like, who do you expect to be on the throne?
1: I don't think that anyone's going to be on the throne.
0: I don't think so either. I mean, Winter's here. The Nightwalkers are are like literally out the Okay, this is why I
1: think that no one's going to end up on the throne because they're all stupid, arguing over a fucking chair when clearly death is on the doorstep like, and they are arguing over who's shut up. There is an ice dragon in You all, you in all the deserve air. to die. <laughs> yeah. That's how I felt after this episode. I was like, you guys all, if you die next episode, you deserve it because you guys <laughs> spent an hour arguing, or uh, let's like put it in real time, probably like a week and a half arguing over like John bending the knee to Danny. And it's like, who the fuck cares? Argue about this. In a year, yeah. when you're all alive yeah. still,
0: let's find a solution to all those nightwalkers <laughs> that seem to be breaking through the walls. That's what I'm
1: saying. Like, and that's why, like, I I have been a Sansa fan, but after this episode, I really wasn't because you could tell that this episode and the whole, actually, the whole series is written by men because like how played the fuck out is that it's tired is that storyline of like oh like my sister doesn't like my new girlfriend like stop stop Stop. tired it's tired that was that's my only critique of like ever actually in game of thrones at all it was just tired and let's
0: pause and talk about this because you and i are both actresses in hollywood we get lots a ton of like scripts that we have to audition for and of course like That's the huge argument about, you know, culturally, like, stories aren't written for women. Why is it that they pit us apart? And honestly, it's like, okay, there are shitty women that you're like, I just don't want to do anything with them. But for the most part, guys we actually do get along <laughs>
1: like i don't know if i need to like let people know yeah. that like sometimes occasionally women do like each other yeah. and enjoy each other's company that's why i was just i was like this is so played out like yeah. so tired and i also felt like if everyone talks about how like sansa's grown so much as a character which she has i she has, she yeah. has. but if we're really saying that she's on such a great had such a great character arc um this definitely has held her story back yeah. by being the petty girl who's arguing with like another woman over power specifically basically her brother's specifically her brother specifically her brother like it it's just it came off to me as like oh she hasn't changed at all then
0: that's why i want to give the writers the benefit of the doubt that okay maybe this is a long game and it's going to be like it turns out like, oh, I was just acting like that for this.
1: <laughs> I don't think so I just i it it really that was that's my only critique of the entire episode. It was just like that's tired, and I just. If Sansa has done all the character growth, I mean, the way I would have written it if HBO (laughs) wants to hire me. um, No, but I just feel like she's grown so much and she has done so much to survive and ultimately has always ended up doing the pragmatic thing to survive, like running away during the wedding even though she knew that she was probably going to be called a murderer. And even though she was terrified and had no no idea where she was going, marrying Ramsay just to survive, I was like... That Sansa, who did all of those things, would not... Or even the Sansa
0: that orchestrated the murder of Littlefinger. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Would not be out here arguing with another woman over who's sitting in a chair. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you need to be doing the pragmatic thing to survive, which is sticking with Danny and the fucking dragons. Because I know that the White Walkers have a dragon, (laughs) too, but, like, at least... We have two dragons. Yeah, there's
0: two fire for one ice. <laughs> exactly. Like,
1: let's just go with the winning side yeah, here. Yeah,
0: please guys. That's just math. Guys, there's white walkers. I just want to remind everyone yeah, there's and white walkers. You guys Walker. are
1: arguing over a fucking chair. Anyway.
0: Um but we met Cersei again, which Cersei delivered like the best line that everyone every woman should tattoo, have on the wall. If you want It's probably in
1: everyone's Tinder profile now.
0: Yeah. If which if, I was
1: like, okay.
0: And the line was if you want a whore, buy her. If you want a queen, earn her. Yes, these are words to okay, live by. But, but girl, <laughs> why did you go fuck him afterwards? That's I,
1: I was literally like...
0: <laughs> like, he is so... Like, literally, I hate... Again, how Someone you Someone know, texted
1: me and was like, <laughs> grimy, pacey, greyjoy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but I think Gaze of Throne described him best as Jared let himself go. Because yeah. I was literally like, why would you... Again, another proof, another... Proof of evidence that there are men writing this. Like, why would you give this grimy guy that clearly Cersei is repulsed by and is using him for just his stupid ass army and be like,
1: yeah, let's fuck? Well, (laughs) the reason I mean, I thought that from the undertones of the scene that the reason why she fucked him was so that she would have someone to say is her new baby daddy that isn't Jamie.
0: But do you think she's really... Because Do you really think she's pregnant? I do.
1: I do think she's pregnant. I do think she's pregnant. I just think...
0: Do you think the baby will survive? No, no,
1: because the prophecy... So I read the books, too. (laughs) Um, And so the prophecy very much... They've been following it.
0: Uh
1: Um, And the book is not anywhere near as far, but... um, the writer of the series and the book said that the ending of Game of Thrones is going to be the ending of A Song of Ice and Fire, which is the series okay. of books. Um, so what they've been like, a lot of the like subplots might not be the same because yeah. they've also cut like a shit ton of characters that like, if you've only watched the show, you have no idea who these well, people pause.
0: are. So my brother did read the book and okay. I was like, I don't have time to read these books. Can you please explain? Do you think, because the writers said that they weren't going to bring her, but do you think they will have to now with the White Walkers, like basically raising all of the dead, but Kat Stark, she turns into, what's her name? Lady... Uh, Lainey, Lady Stoneheart. Lady Stoneheart. Yes. Do you think she will be making an appearance this year?
1: No. <gasps> only... I know, and I'm really <laughs> sad about it too, but yeah. the I can't wait for, for him to finish the books because... Her storyline is so good. So basically, if you haven't read the books, she um, gets revived by the Brotherhood Without Banners, mm-hmm. who follow the Lord of Light. So she basically gets Jon Snowed, which is what happens in the. The
0: same s- people that woke Jon yeah, Snow, or John John Snow John up. Snow- they
1: wake her up, but she's like, she was like super duper dead. Like she had been dead for a few days. And so her whole thing is that she doesn't just, she's not normal. Like she still has the like gash on yeah, her yeah. throat. She still like has a. We- I, the idea is that it's implied that she has a weird—it's a book, but shes mm-hmm. it's implied she has a weird speaking voice. She's, like, undead, basically, yeah. more so than John just took a knife to the heart and then they just revived him and it's fine.
0: Well, if John was murdered the way that he was murdered in the, film, in the TV show, they didn't touch his vocal cords. So that would make sense why yeah, yes, she exactly. has a weird voice. And
1: so I don't think she's coming only because they haven't set it up. They haven't dropped— like Game of Thrones is really great about foreshadowing. Yeah. They they are really like, I watched all the whole series before this episode in the last like six months. Do they
0: force? Do they imply a hint at it though? Like, no. There's oh, no, there's okay. so
1: much foreshadowing and hinting towards everything that comes up. Yeah. Um. Later, but nothing about Lady Stoneheart. So I don't think.
0: I want to say that I hope you're wrong in this. <laughs>
1: uh, I hope I'm wrong too because it is she's such a great character. Such a creative
0: character, such a great actress. And that's the thing is like as much as we're complaining about like oh the dynamic between like Sir Cersei. Uh even Cersei, Danny and Sansa, like these were rich female characters like Kat Stark, um, Arya, even Cersei, like I I admire Cersei. It's just like girl. (laughs) I one of
1: my friends uh really wants Cersei to end up on the throne, and I'm like She's the only person I know that wants Cersei to end up on the throne, and I'm just like, her claim to the throne is her children who aren't even related to the king, who also shouldn't have been the king. Yeah. Like, in no way does is she like have any rights to yeah. wear. Yeah, literally, you literally have no none. rights. None. Yeah, <laughs>
0: um, I think it. You brought up the point of fire and ice, like we were talking about the dragons. There's two fire, one ice. I just realized, like John is also the embodiment of fire and ice because he's half Stark.
1: Half yeah, that's why it's called a Hair. song of ice and fire. Like this is too much. Yeah, <laughs> the, I think this. It's either I personally think that it's entitled a song of ice and fire because of John, uh-huh. um, in one in one element, and then yeah. also because of Danny and John, like um, George R. R. Martin, at some interview talked about like who the main characters are of Game of Thrones and it was interesting because this was like I I think he said it like season two or something when like basically everyone except for Ned Stark was still alive and he listed off the main characters which didn't seem like who the main characters were he said that the main characters were Danny, John, Arya and... Sansa wasn't one of them.
0: Okay, yeah. So that's I feel like that's a spoiler. Yeah,
1: Sansa wasn't one of the people that he listed. Um, and it was I can't remember who it was, but I just remember Sansa not being one of them. Yeah. Um, Bran is Bran is one of them. Um, and so that's why I don't think Sansa's going. If he has now said that the the show is going to end the way he's going to end the books. Okay, and so him listing all the main characters and not including Sansa in it, I don't think she's going to She's it. gonna be the one that ends up on the throne. But who knows? Like I, he could have changed his mind. That was like forever yeah. ago when he gave that interview. But,
0: um, I'm just thinking, you just said Ned Stark. Let, let's go back to that. First. Let you pour was, one out for my homie. Yeah. Like literally after that. Okay. Spoiler alert. If you are at this point, you should know this by now. But when <laughs> Ned Stark's head was cut off, I literally was like, I, that was like when I was like, I have no trust in this world anymore. Like, I, I was like I the, wish I f-
1: <laughs> got that because I already knew what happened when I watched oh, season one.
0: But okay, when you read the book, when I, yeah, did you not? Were you not like I have no trust in you now, like?
1: Because meant- I was shook, but it's because you. Everyone has this idea of like how fantasy stories are supposed to go, and how like, and it's supposed to be like happy endings. happy endings and all the blah blah blah, and and also, George R R Martin does a really good job of hinting at it, at what's going to happen so subtly, like, in one of the books, Cersei said, I can't remember what, the, I'm going to butcher it, I can't remember what the line is, but basically she tells him, like, how he's going to go out, and uh-huh. he, you don't, unless you unless you know the ending, you would never catch it, you would never know. Okay. And so, they, he does a good job about that, about keeping it so subtle that you would never guess, but it's like, duh, like, yeah. after it happens, you're like, oh, obviously, oh, yeah. obviously yeah, that's what's going to happen. yeah. <laughs> And so he did a really good job of also making Ned Stark seem to be such a main character. Because you think of.
0: Not just a main character. He was like. He was the honor- character. Honorable. He was uh, like a, a father figure that you would like. Wow. Like, look how you raised your grown sons and daughters. Well, th-
1: that's the whole Husband point. Husband to of an the- amazing
0: woman, a noble woman. And it was like. Wow, what a shining character! I have high hopes for him. And then it's like, wait, what do you say?
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, that's the whole point of A Song of Ice and Fire is that no one's safe ever. And also, um, when you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. Yeah, that's and that's the the truth. He wasn't playing. Yeah,
0: (laughs) and like I think on now that I think about it, that was the beginning of when I was like, nothing. I'm not going to trust anything. I'm not going to like give my heart to anyone unless you know like I'm but re- now
1: you're a big sansa stan yeah
0: like unless i'm ready to like like i'm okay with like okay this person could die or this person could leave in the most horror- horrific manner yeah like i'm okay with it and i feel like George R. 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 armand kind of like set us up for this uh trump administration like what do you mean like it's like hey
1: Trust no one. Yeah, trust, trust no bitch. Trust no one,
0: and things are going to go left field and left field in there, and it's going to go out of this universe, and you're not going to know what the. Okay, fuck's well, he be-? put
1: these. He wrote these books in like 1995. He so. was giving us a heads <laughs>
0: up. That's what he was doing. Um, and then I guess we'll we'll finish on um, the greatest ending of all time, and the actual for me, I felt like this was the major in your face callback to
1: the first episode. Um. Jamie Lannister. Oh my God, Bran is my new favorite character because the fact that he was like, "Guys, we don't have time to be sitting here to do this." And then he saw in his visions that Jamie was coming. He's like, "Today I got time." Yeah, he's like, today, right. "Today I got time to sit here all day." Yeah. And the like, fact that he's
0: like, "I'm I'm waiting for an old friend." <laughs> I was like, "Bitch, <laughs> an old friend." Like literally, and like when you have to like th- like dig deep about it, it's like. Jamie and Bran are the whole reason why we're No, we no are, they're not. Well, no, like the reason why we're here, like he pushed him out because he, he caught them. So she, that's
1: part of the reason. But the real reason yes. why they're all there is because Catelyn Stark's sister killed her husband, oh, yes, yes, John Aaron, because he found out about... T- the all of the Baratheon kids being bastards. Yeah. And Littlefinger convinced her that he was in love with her and they should murder her husband so they could go off to the Vale together and blah blah blah. And that's what started Robert Baratheon, the king, coming to Winterfell to ask Ned True. to be Thanks
0: for that reminder. Yeah, to be <laughs>
1: hand of the King. Yeah. So technically this is all Liza Aaron's fault. I just <laughs> I just would like to say, fuck that bitch.
0: Liza Aaron being the queen that was breastfeeding her child when he was literally literally like, like 13. 12 yeah like girl get out of here gross um
1: <laughs> that was a mess
0: uh but that ending w- set fire a million memes that were like
1: you guys should all follow hashtag dim thrones it's fucking hilarious dim <laughs>
0: thrones. and watch gaze of thrones which is honestly apart. i told you this the apart from the actual game of thrones episodes the gaze of throne recap is like the best second best thing to game of thrones (laughs) like i'm obsessed with it trust me you can thank me later
1: so what Um, do you think really quickly what do you think is gonna happen in episode two
0: okay so um honestly i just can't i don't know what or how but i cannot wait to see what jamie has to say to bran and what bran has to say to jamie i
1: i well people are forgetting like okay yeah jamie and bran are meeting up but uh jamie killed danny's dad Oh, yeah. Um. So it's not just Bran that yeah. matters. I think that ja- that Danny is going to go crazy and like have some wild trial for him or whatever. Wild trial?
0: You you don't think she's just going to kill him right there? Uh, no, burn I him think, alive? no,
1: I think because she's going to try to be pragmatic and like yeah. blah, 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 like see how just I am and then murder his ass. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I, I just feel like Dan, this might be where people start thinking Danny is like her dad because they've been hinting towards that for a really Her long dad time. Dad was
0: the crazy king, right? Yeah.
1: Really? But she admitted that like to Tyrion like I know what my dad was. I know who he was. So it's like But
0: she hasn't had like shades of like Like, crazy.
1: Yes, she has. She burned Sam's dad.
0: But, like, but he wasn't bending the knee. That's his fault. Like, you know, like you said in the Game of Thrones, like, it's live or or die. die. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't blame her for that either. Because also he was an asshole. Sam was, Sam was, like, crying and all upset that Danny, when Danny told him that he killed her dad, his dad, and his brother. And I was like, um, Your dad was a dick to you. And also, your brother let him do it. So, yeah. bye. Go enjoy your lands and titles. Like,
0: <laughs> you're now king. You're now, your you're now, you
1: are now, like, I forget. Was this which, king or lord? or of- Lord. But I forget, like, Lord Protector of the something. Yeah. Is, I, I don't know if it's the Easter. We'll it's the all these
0: long but, names. <laughs>
1: yeah. But the point is, is that I don't know why Sam was that upset. He didn't like his dad and was eh, on his brother anyway. And now he's trying to cry about it, but whatever. Yeah. I loved
0: <laughs> the part where Sam out on the. On the directions of Bran, told John, "Hey, um, so I just want to let you know that you're the king, because you're half Targaryen, and that." And John goes, "But that's treason, because of course this means that he has to take the crown from Danny, right?" Well,
1: he meant like what he was saying you know, was treason.
0: What he meant was, <laughs> "You mean I can't fuck her?" Yeah, that's what he was saying. He wasn't talking about no treason. He was like, "Shit." Come on, <laughs> i
1: also saw this really funny tweet that was like um game of thrones has basically just been Jon snow trying to quit his job and hr just won't let him like he's like hey guys i died and they're like we could work around your schedule we'll wait for you yeah we'll wait for your schedule like let us know when you can like
0: in fact we'll take three other lives to make sure that we can accommodate you exactly um the other uh the last thing was uh what uh oh no that was it that was the last thing yeah that was the last scene. Yeah. Um, but okay so I apologize guys me and Ariana are exhausted but we are gonna talk about the main the main midnight course that we had last night oh my god Beyonce Knowles Beyonce, Beyonce Knowles Carter released does it again a beautiful documentary called Homecoming, which was about her performance last year at Coachella. That I was at. Yes, a.k.a. Baychella. Um, Actually, real quick, give us a recap of this week's, this year's Coachella. Ariana's gone to Coachella every year since?
1: Since uh, 2016.
0: And I have lived vicariously through her every I come year. back and give
1: Salma, like, the yeah. tube report every single time. Yeah, but, and, and I'm always like, next year, next year. Um, I had a ticket for Salma, Please, and do she. I, I'm going to break her heart by telling this story again. <laughs> Salma had a ticket. I had an extra ticket that I was going to give her for, like, cheap. And then she got in a car accident and yes. now has to pay, like, a ton of money. It was
0: literally, like, God <laughs> being like, ah! Ah, You thought I I was (laughs) like, oh, this is the year.
1: (laughs) But it's fine because honestly, I don't feel like you missed much anyway. Like the things that you missed, you could they these these are people who are still touring and like still so you could still see them. The things that and then everything else I told you is like mediocre. So let's start from the first day. So. Um,
0: pause so the first weekend of Coachella is the weekend everyone goes to yeah
1: so the first weekend of Coachella is like the weekend because that's the first like that's when people bring out their surprise guests and people don't realize like Coachella has to still pay those surprise guests. Like oh. if someone comes on and features on stage, like I, I don't know exactly how it works, but I think each artist gets like a budget to be like, oh, I want to bring out Kanye West. And yeah. then that's probably going to be your whole budget. But like <laughs> if you have a bunch, if you're like a rapper who has a bunch of features on like other people's songs, for example, when we went to see Wiz Khalifa, I thought he was going to bring out Miley for 23, but yeah. he didn't. Um, but that kind of stuff. But yeah. Wiz Khalifa would then have to like pay her yeah, Um to come out, whatever. I don't know how much money it is, but that's basically how it works. Like they're not up there for free. Yeah. But they make it seem like they came to like, oh, I'm just here at Coachella. And it's like, no, bitch. Me? Of course. Of I'll course. I'll call I'll call and like, it's yeah. not like that at all. Like it's a full thing. So, OK, so I'll tell you my story of Coachella. Basically, I get there on Friday and then get an audition on the I get there on Thursday and then get an audition on Thursday night because I forgot to book out with my commercial agents because I'm an idiot. (laughs) And so I live tweeted my journey back to Los Angeles on Friday. Um, Pause.
0: Booking out for anyone who's not in the acting industry just means you let your management know like, hey, I'm going to be out of town so I can't audition, which is very crucial, very important, especially in events like this, because then when you
1: have. Yeah. So uh, basically I sent it to my manager and forgot to forward it to my commercial agents, and that was a mess. Anyway, so I drove back to L.A.
0: For a commercial.
1: For a commercial. Oh, Literally, yeah. I am not joking. I left um, left Palm Springs. I got to um, Los Angeles at, like, 1.50. Oh, my God. I waited in the waiting room until my audition time was 2 o'clock. I am not joking. Um, they didn't call me in until 2.05, and I left the audition. I was finished at two oh six and 30 seconds and then literally got back in the uber and drove back to coachella and then booked out with my agents because i was like fuck that shit i'm not doing this again <laughs> um but it was 100 percent my fault and so i had to like just but wear it it's a but like, i got a call back so yeah, it's fine it was worth it. <laughs> it was worth it whatever my callbacks tonight actually yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so basically we get back so that was thursday and friday i missed a little bit during the day but not much and so then um, Friday night was um childish Gambino. I loved it. A lot of people hated it. Why? Because childish is very you have to know like what you're signing up for to see Donald Glover slash Childish Gambino. Like I really wanted to see him and, and was pause, so excited.
0: It wasn't until this performance that I was told like Childish Gambino was a name he came up with from, like, an internet generator. Yeah, a rap name generator. Him singing and rapping was a joke. And yeah. I'm like, wait, what? Because he's
1: originally a stand-up comedian. Yeah,
0: and now it's like, he has, like, a whole... He's performing at fucking Coachella. He headlining Coachella. like
1: Yeah. And so he... A lot of people left during his performance because he did some Kanye West-esque things. Like, he talked for like five minutes about like life and like I mean I'm into that shit so and I love childish so I was like I'm here for this. Um, and he didn't play, like, his old music, like, 3005 and, like, all the songs that people, like, that that people who are, like, casual fans, like, radio fans of Childish, n- no shade. That was like,
0: actually my favorite song, but thank Yeah, you. no, no, no <laughs> shade. Like,
1: I, there's artists that people love and are super, like, into their deep cuts and then people who are like, oh, I like the song, it's yeah. on the radio, like, whatever. I, I hate when people judge people about music. Yeah. It's so annoying. But um, he basically did a bunch of talking then he got off stage and smoked a blunt with a random fan literally Stop. sat there he got off stage lit the blunt and goes up to this random guy and it's like hey are you 21 and he's like yes and the guy and literally the camera is on both of them and he's just smoking he's like so where are you from like how do you like did you have a good time at Coachella like how long did it take you to get here like wow for like 10 minutes <laughs> and every that was when people were like okay and like some people left. Yeah. I stayed because you guys that left fucked up because immediately after that he hit This Is America and then played yeah all of his songs that you guys, all you casuals went in yeah. to listen to and it was, I thought it was so good and yeah. then um I didn't get any pictures of my Friday outfit because I literally. Yeah, so
0: let's talk about the fashion. What was the fashion like this so year? So this year everyone look?
1: was really into cowboy stuff which Ew. I feel like Is because of Old Town Road coming out. But people were literally like the big belt buckles, a lot of hats, a lot of like star like stuff like that. Um, a lot of like fringe, like that kind of stuff. I thought it it was very like cowgirl chic. That was like the idea. I went like super Coachella and had this like rainbow shaw thing on that you saw on my Instagram. (laughs) Um, which I was like peak Coachella at that point. But (laughs) peak Okay, so Saturday, um Wait,
0: what day was the fire?
1: Friday uh uh Friday night or Thursday night. I can't remember. Oh no, it was Friday night. It yeah. was Friday night. Um because I woke up to the tw- the Twitter notification that there was a fire at Coachella and I camped. So this yeah. was it was at the campsite and I had no idea. They already had it like cleaned up oh, okay. and everything ready by like I woke up super early because we were camping. Yeah. And I woke up at like 6 a.m. and it was like you couldn't even tell. Yeah. Um but basically what happened was um the they have hot showers there for people to take showers, and uh, a truck, I think, accidentally backed up into one of the gas things, oh, wow! Yeah, and the gas thing just blew up. But and no one up. was hurt. No and one was hurt. No, it was, after, was hours. after hours. No one was there. It was like 2.30 in the morning. Um, but let's jump into Ariana. Wait, that was Sunday. I'm going to oh, order. Oh, yeah, no, yes, okay, so you're going so, to order. Okay, good. So, Saturday, I saw the greatest performance of my life. Um, my gr- good brother, um, Kid Cudi. Like, yes. So, I'm a huge Cudi fan. Like, holy fuck like I and I've never seen Cuddy before because he like was really spotty about tour and stuff and I and when I first started liking him I was like super I was in high school so yeah. I like couldn't be like hey mom I'm going to a Cuddy show where everyone's gonna be like smoking pot and yeah. like all this stuff so anyway um he literally took the Man on the Moon album cover and made it into a Uh, the stage like he came out of a crater yeah and I'm using my hands right now so I'm sorry I'm acting it out (laughs) but he like came out of a crater and it was like the colors were spot on it was beautiful and he ended with the EDM remix of um no oh my god I just linked um the nightmare song no not day and night um pursuit of happiness okay and it I have I have been to Coachella a shit ton of times, and I have never, aside from Beyonce, obviously, (laughs) I have never seen a crowd this go this fucking wild. Like it was, there was, it was amazing. So that was my highlight of Saturday. I also, who else did I see on Saturday? I kind of like kept it really chill on Saturday. I didn't really like run around for shows because like there wasn't really anyone that I was like totally into. But um, oh, I forgot. Duh, Friday night is when I saw Janelle Monae. Yeah, I was gonna and. For I fell in love. Yeah. Like, I literally fell in love. She, Janelle Monet, is so fucking talented. Yeah. With a capital T. It was like, I, at a point, like, at first I was like dancing to the songs I knew. And then I literally got to a point where I was like, I need to sit down and watch this because this is literal <laughs> art that is yeah. occurring in front of me. It was amazing. And then she brought out Lizzo, and Lizzo, like, you it was amazing. Yes. Yeah, it, For You Got the Juice, and it was fucking amazing. Um, and then Saturday, Um, was Kid Cudi. I kept it really chill. Sunday was like wild because there was like so many people around. But Sunday we saw uh, Lizzo who fucking killed it. She had sound issues. Um, Coachella had sound issues all weekend. No,
0: let's get into Ariana quick so we can get into homecoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So basically what happened with Ariana's performance is obviously Ariana Grande is so fucking talented and her voice is amazing. She was a headliner too. Yeah, and she was a headliner. But I just felt so bad for her because... I don't know who she hired to do her sound shit, but it was trash. Like, everything was off. It was horrible. Like, she individually was amazing. Yeah. But, like, nothing was hitting, right? Like, basically what happens is is that she starts off with this bomb-ass version of God is a Woman, hits all the whistle notes. I was like, okay, she's really going to go off in the fucking desert. It's dry (laughs) as fuck, and she's out here, like, killing soprano C, like, killing it. And I was like, okay— so then she does another song, and then does break up with your girlfriend. I'm bored, which then she brings out in sync, and we all thought the smooth transition of in sync would for them to do their song girlfriend. Yeah, um, but it wasn't. She just started with. Um, Oh, my God. Tearing up my heart. Yeah, head. tearing up my heart. And she said something really cute where she was like, I've been rehearsing for this performance my entire life. And I was like, bitch, me too. <laughs> like, But it was it, it was so cute. But it was like after that moment, everything just went downhill after yeah. that. And basically, um, the mics were off. The sound was off. Her background vocals were off. It made it sound like she didn't know the words to her own songs. It yeah. was like. I, and you could tell that she was like, fuck, 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 fuck. But just like, obviously, she's a consummate professional. She's going to keep going. Like, yeah. that was Kanye West. He would have just walked off stage. Like. Yeah. And so then this is where things got like really bumpy. And I left after this because it was like so bad. And I was like contact, cringe, embarrassed. But basically, she starts off with um, uh, side to side. And I, I was like, she's going to bring out Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj is her best friend. Yeah. Like, she's going to bring her out. Of course, Nikki comes up from the bottom of the stage and all you hear is like, Coachella, what's good? And then her mic cuts completely for the entire verse of On Side to Side. Both verses, because Nikki has like two. Um, And she, nothing. All you could hear was the crowd rapping the song. And of course, we were off because the music was off and it was just... So, could you see Nikki's face at this point? Yes. she oh my God. On 10. I have, ne- like, fire burning from her eyeballs. Like, so angry. Then it sucks because back to back, then Ariana jumps into side to side. And the thing that sucks is, like, Ariana was doing a little dance routine while Nikki was supposed to be rapping. So it wasn't like Ariana could run over and be like, here's my mic. Like, yeah. she was like, I got to hit these moves. Like, yeah. I can't get over there. And so they start with side to side and it's, like, nothing. Like, one word, cuts, nothing, nothing, yeah. line, just silence. And, and this is a
0: headliner for
1: Coachella you're talking th- about. Exactly. That's the whole problem. And so then all you hear is like the mic cuts back in and Nikki just goes, get the mic because I'm saying And I was like, a bitch is pissed. Yeah. A bitch is fucking pissed. You could like feel it. She was so angry. And then. I, I read online, I don't know if this is true, but like she was supposed to come out for The Light Is Coming and she like, refu- Nikki refused to come out for her verse for The Light Is Coming and so they just used her vocals. But I wouldn't, I would be pissed too. Yeah. I wouldn't have come out
0: like, i I was Ariana, like, okay, let's imagine like you and me are on stage and I'm supposed to bring you up for a major song and yeah. a major verse, a that you have.
1: major moment of my career and yours, and honestly. You tell me,
0: I'm not going out there. I would be like, I would be I angry would be, on so many levels professionally. Yeah what do you call, as a friend, like, I'm not trying to do my best friend like this. On top of that, like, you know, I'm not doing my fans like this. Yes, like,
1: I'm sure that Ariana felt terrible. Yeah. Because she basically set Nikki up to look not on purpose. Yeah. But like she put her out there for a very big moment and it bombed. Yeah. It's
0: like I invited my friend to the party and you guys made me clown her.
1: Made me clown her in front of everyone. That's basically what happened. And then just really quickly the end of it so I left after that because I was like cringe, contact embarrassed and I also I've never ridden the Ferris wheel at Coachella before (laughs) so I decided I was like I'm going to do that because like we all see how this performance is going, and so I'm just going to take I'm some gone. time to go do that. And so I did that, but my boyfriend and my friend Brandon reported back to me, and they said that she brought out Diddy and Mace for Mo Money More Problems. Which I didn't
0: even know they were there. Yeah,
1: it, the internet didn't know they were there because they, they couldn't get the lights up, so Mace and Diddy and Ariana were all in the dark. They had No one had any idea who was up there rapping until the, like wow. the— beat came in you
0: know who i blame for this who kanye West. <laughs> yeah because kanye if you just stuck with the fucking stage dimensions this wouldn't have this happen. wouldn't happen <laughs> because
1: she also had to do this last minute she's also on tour right now yeah and the thing that sucks is like normally for coachella people do like a coachella routine but i don't blame her she's on tour right now yeah. so she just came out and kind of did her tour set which
0: and like sucks. i feel bad because like, her management not, not
1: the tour set sucks but like that sucks that she didn't have time to like make up something yeah like epic, like, Beyoncé.
0: And, like, I feel bad for her, too, because, like, her team was like, it's Ari Chella off of, of course, like, last year being called Beychella. They should have
1: never done that. Never they set her that. up for failure. Yeah,
0: and I feel bad for her because, let's be honest, we never started calling Coachella Chella till the day of Beyoncé's performance. Well,
1: it it... Yes. Like, people weren't really calling it that, and then it was because she had... DJ Khaled yeah. on the and he was like after today after Beyonce performs it's Beachella yeah. and
0: which mind you I was calling it Beachella I don't know where he got pe- Beachella
1: well from. people well because it's Beyonce <laughs> yeah. so people people say it both ways whatever <laughs>
0: like there's a but, Y in it <laughs> yeah
1: but that it wasn't like Beyonce started calling it Beachella. Yeah. Which is what it seemed like Ariana... It was organic was, when we It started. was organic. And her team was really pushing this Aricella thing. And as someone who's also named Ariana, I was like, don't embarrass me like this. <laughs> Do not disrespect me like yeah. this. But yeah, so that was it. And basically, Diddy and Mace's mics were off. And then she didn't come out for like three songs because the vocals were off. And oh, it just... It could have been a... She was wearing custom Versace and they couldn't get the lights up. We didn't yeah. even see the outfits. Like
0: I didn't even know she had custom anything.
1: Yeah. It just... It made me like really... I felt really bad for her like and it wasn't even a like because I like her I got my whole fucking life to sweetener and like I also am like a really big SNL fan, so I also really love Pete Davidson but whatever like I I was like here for sweetener I was so here for it I was and I knew that's what she was going to do because it was like the thank you next and sweetener tour so I was like oh I'm going to get my whole fucking life at this performance and it was a hot ass mess and I just feel so bad for her because Obviously, she tours every single day of her life. She is an amazing professional, amazing talent, and it just sucks because production yeah. mess up her shit. Exactly. And it just, you can't enjoy performance no matter how talented that person is if you can't hear their mic. Yeah. Like, and
0: it made you reminiscent of last year. Oh, yes. It did. So what did you think of Homecoming?
1: Well, I was there, so can I talk about my yes. experience yes, at yes, Coachella? Yes, yes, so yes. for... Beachella and i'm I gonna say that one um as a black woman beachella the performance, not the well the whole event too. I have never seen as many black people at Coachella as I did for beachella like people before people started calling it Beachella, we were jokingly calling it black Cella uh-huh. because there were so many more African American artists, so many more rappers, so many more singers, so many like it was just they yeah. made a conscious effort to be like, we are going to make this more than just flower crowns and yeah. guitars, which I appreciate it. I mean, although I do enjoy a good power <laughs> chord and a flower crown, so whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, so basically Beachella was an amazing experience because I finally got to see myself like things that only black people get yeah. like on stage for everyone to see. Like when she sang Lift Every Voice and Sing and me and my friend Brandon were belting it to each other and all of the non-black people around us were like, "What is? Yeah. What is this? Is this? Is this a new single?" And Brandon and I literally have our hands over our hearts, like we're. And then when those formation notes hit, yeah, I died. I can't tell you anymore because I, desi- I died and ascended to heaven, <laughs> yeah. and that was it for me. Um, yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> um, I thought the documentary was epic. Yeah. Like she did such a good job of explaining how hard it was for her to get there. I cannot believe that she weighed 218 pounds the day she gave birth and 10 months later came out to Coachella looking the way she did. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, are you... Yeah. And she talked about how she was like, I push myself way too hard. I wouldn't I will never push myself like that yeah. again. And I respect the hell out of that because she did it because she promised people she would do it. Yeah. And she is the consummate professional and was like, I said I would do this and I had to pull out the first time and I'm not doing that again. Yeah. And she killed it. Yeah. It was amazing.
0: I thought as someone who is a woman, um and a woman of color, um, I thought it was really significant that when she was like, you know, when I was given this opportunity i had a choice like i could have put on my flower crown but i chose to go the route of like basically bringing the culture of black culture and that includes like the hbcu the historically black university um culture and i never realized the magnitude of the stage of coachella till beyonce's performance and For her to show, because it's international, like you have like all these influencers. Coachella
1: is the biggest stage in music right now. Yeah.
0: And yeah. And you have influencers from around the world flying to Palm Springs to be part of this. And for her to be like, no, I'm going to show you what happens in In Houston, Texas, in Houston, Texas, in black America. This is what we do. It's like, what did they say? She took everyone to the cookout.
1: Yeah. the, uh, The cookout. But to church. She took she, everybody to the cookout to church. She took them to game day. She took them yeah. to homecoming. She took them to battle the bands. Exactly. She did things she did that. Yeah. It was amazing. And And I, she could, didn't have to. And that's a bit, She that, didn't have to, that, and she did anyway.
0: She is at the point in her career where she does not have she doesn't owe anyone anything. Shit. She
1: doesn't owe anybody, not shit. Not one thing.
0: But for her Including
1: Jay Z, anyway. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's another story, but like, (laughs) it's one of those things. Like, I, I mean, I feel like this is where, like, of course, like, I'm not black, but like, I agree with Adele. Like, I'm gonna get emotional. Like, thank you for making like my black friends happy to be who they are. You know, why am I getting emotional about? Okay, someone's crying right now. Like, like, literally, tearing I hate crying. It's just because I'm super exhausted. But it's like, it's like, because we see how this world is towards black people and black ch- women in general you know and to have someone like Beyonce be on stage and be like yeah like that's my sister I'm like yay awesome. <laughs> you know? thank
1: you welcome but to the cookout like,
0: <laughs> yeah no but it's like one of those things like you know like it's, I mean I, the best way I can articulate is the way Adele said it but like it's just it was just like so moving to see like Someone who was like, I'm going to be true to myself and it's not just about me. You know, yeah. this is like I know who looks up to me and like this is for them.
1: It was I, I can't remember because she featured a lot of quotes from um, black authors, black poets mm-hmm. and um, and also like just black people who yeah. are in influences in black culture. And one of the quotes was like, you need to be who you are because you do don't know how many women or how many young girls are seeing their power as women in you and what you're doing. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like you need like it made me think of my little sisters and like who I try to be the person that they think I am. Yeah. Which is really hard to do because they think I'm like the greatest thing since whatever. And I fail all the time at being what they think I am but that's basically my goal and so when she said that it really like resonated with me and that that,
0: quote wasn't just for Beyonce that's for all of us to realize like hey let's hold ourselves up to like a higher standard like you
1: don't know who's looking at you
0: yeah um, so on that note, that emotional note,
1: i um, <laughs> still crying. I
0: know I'm like tearing up. Like I, I hate being emotional, but that's how it felt. But I'm also we're also sleep deprived. Thank you guys for joining us. There's gonna be a special episode in regards to the Mueller report um, next week. It'll be a little more political because I did want to talk about Ilan Omar, and that just makes me angry. So that's like another ball of worms well is that ball of, rooms, of, of worms. But, yeah. mixed metaphors <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks for joining me thank you Anos. thank you August and love you we'll see you next week or hear you next week